May I have your attention, please? We are controlling transmission. There is nothing wrong. The horror crime. Whether it's a ghost, spirit, or entity, they all feed on it. That's the whispering, the footsteps, the feeling of another presence. You won't have a chance to change your minds later. Because there'll be no way to get out. We have such sights to show you. They will say that I have shed innocent blood. Nope. What's blood for? If not for shedding. Have you checked the children? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Boogeyman's real. That is better. They're coming to get you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Horror Chronicles. I'm your host, Ryan, and uh, with me, as always, you guys know who it is. I'll give you one guess. Who am I? That's right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm JT. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. I tell you what, we've been kind of cranking some stuff out this week. We have. We have. Trying to get ahead of the game. Yeah, we're stepping our game up. But, uh... So, yeah, we might be a little uh, loopy on this one. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. We're going to have a good time, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, um, <clears throat> on this episode, guys, we plan on um, giving some personal stories that happen to us, like paranormal-wise and stuff, and it's kind of actually just talking about Yeah, we're just going to have a good time tonight and talk to each other like we normally do. Yeah, we're going to act like you guys aren't here, and um, so if you guys hear a little bit of weirdness going on... <laughs> like that? <laughs> Sorry, I snorted. Uh, what are you snorting? Snort. <laughs> I bet it's not. That's not funny. <laughs> oh, man. Already, it's begun. <laughs> no, today we're gonna we're just gonna kind of you know um, talk about some personal stories of ours and just um, just basically talk about paranormal in general. What we think about the ghosts and all that jazz. And yeah, and I promise we're not gonna sing. I well, I don't think we are. Yeah. Who knows what will happen? We might have a ghost moment. We might make some pottery. The ghostess with the mostest. Yes. Ooh, pottery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got dibs on the back, though. <laughs> I got dibs on BM Demi more. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go already. Here we go again. But anyway, so, uh, I mean, like I said, basically, um, I don't know. We're just going to kind of go Let through this. and that. He's gonna move the screwdriver away from me because he doesn't trust me with the screw. Stab me in the throat with, with a screwdriver. <laughs> We're gonna do his plays ghost for real. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm uh, a little no. creeped out being over here in the corner. All this weird shit behind me. Yeah, I like it. Nice little setup. I actually, yeah, like I said before, yeah. I like it. It looks good. Kind of adds the atmosphere. This is just laziness. I haven't put my Halloween stuff away yet. Yeah, but it's kind of cool because this corner right here is like it just. It's like our corner. Yeah. <laughs> It's my corner, bitch. <laughs> you leave your shit out of my corner. Yeah, it looks good for for us. Adds to the atmosphere. But uh, yeah, I uh, to start off, you know, I kind of um, I've always had a really high, high fascination with the with with. I guess we'll call it paranormal for the lack of whatever. Um, just because, like I've, I've you guys have heard me say before, I uh, it's. It's like there's something else out there. Reality isn't what reality really is, and there's more to to the world. There's more going on than what looks what meets the eye, basically. Well, and there's too many people have seen too many things for there to not be something out there. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, mm-hmm. 
um, somebody had posted on Facebook the other day that uh, what you know what is the one thing that you've always wanted to to see from the paranormal and my answer was proof yeah um I, I don't know that we ever will it, 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 there are a lot of things out there um a lot of pictures I've seen a lot of videos yeah uh you know it's not you know what and and, and the thing is is it's um it's something that now don't get Guys, that are, I don't want people to get mad at me for saying this, but it's like flat Earth. You know, the flat flat Earth people, they're always like, well, what are sorts of pictures? I'm just going to say it right now. Flat Earth people are morons. <laughs> don't mean to piss anybody off. If you're flat Earth, I, I, I'm it's not all trying good. to piss people off. I'm just being realistic here. <clears throat> but, you know, it's like, okay, well, pictures don't prove anything. Where's the video? They show videos. The video, that's, that's all fake. It's, yeah, well, <clears throat> nowadays. Now, in, in this world today, it's possible anybody can fake anything. Yes, um, I have seen a lot of stuff in my life, uh, personally and other people's stuff that have made me uh, made me a believer in it. And that's what I was going to get at is yeah. that um, now, for it has to be personal. It, it really you, does. You it, have to have seen it, and that's the only way that you're basically. Gonna and I and you know what I can't get mad at people for saying I want proof and I want to be able to see right. it with my own eyes right. and until I do then I don't believe it. You yeah, know you know I, there are so many times that I've told somebody a story, a personal experience or whatever, and they've looked at me and they're like, "Oh, you're nuts! You're a freaking liar!" or whatever. And you know when I was younger, I used to get mad at them, but then as the older I got, I thought, you know, I, I can't blame them for getting mad. Yeah. Until it happens to you, you're you're more in that uh, group of skeptics. See, I would know? get I would get mad if someone called me a liar, <laughs> but that's because I'm I pride myself on I don't I'm not right. a liar. You right. know what I mean? So right. it's one thing for you to say, okay, buddy. I, I mean, I don't agree with you, but okay, if you say you did, whatever. I don't think so, and that's yeah. fine. But don't yeah. say, oh, you're a liar. But anyway, yeah, it's like you said, it has to be kind of like a a personal thing. You're gonna have to. And the same thing with me, so I can't, I can't say nothing because, right. you know, I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. And I have seen things, you know, and we're going to get into that stuff. I mean, I have seen things and stuff, so I do believe. And, you know, I know a lot of people who weren't believers and something happened and then they became believers. Yes. You yeah, know? It happens all the time. Which, I want to tell this story and, um, you know... I, I don't want to get religious, but I'm going to tell this story for what it is because, you know, I had a good friend of mine who just died recently. Um, and um, probably about last year, he went into a coma. He got the hantavirus, I think, is what it was. Wow. And he went into a coma for, you know, I think it was like a month or a little over. And he, uh, he, came, he made it back out. He came back out of the coma, you know. But, like, this guy was a power lifter, man. He was strong as they come. I mean, strong as they wow. freaking come. And um, he withered away down to nothing almost, you know. But he fought his way back. And he said, ever since he came out of that coma, he just did nothing but preach about God. And He I'm saw t- something while he was there. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the guys that I don't personally 
this is what I was getting at. I don't personally believe in, I believe in higher something. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe he's just calling it God because that's what he believes it is. I believe in higher something. But anyway, when he came out of that, he seen something. He went somewhere, he talked to someone or something, and he believed it with every ounce of his heart. And, you know, that's all he did from the time he came back till he passed away. And uh, he always said, I got a second chance. And my second chance is to get out here and I'm going to try to tell as many people as possible. You know, he had gotten into arguments with a lot of our close friends and stuff, but it didn't matter. We were still friends afterwards and he never changed his mind ever, you know. So he's seen something, you know what I mean? Well, and true friends really shouldn't you know, uh, bicker with each other about personal beliefs or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. just, you know, just because I believe in something mm-hmm. and you don't doesn't change yeah. who we are yeah, exactly. or the friendship that we have. And I've, I've, and I've, you know, done that with myself p- with political stuff. I'm not getting political on here, but I have my views and other people have their views and I have to, you know, just kind of say, okay, well, we just won't talk about it. Right. You know, but my what I was getting at with that is that, you know, there's something after what it is. I don't know, but I know that I've we haven't got there yet. Yes. You know, and my that's and here's another story about that. That's kind of weird. My younger brother, my youngest brother, I have five siblings. My youngest brother, he died for like eight minutes when he was younger mm-hmm. and they said that when he was coming back, he was coming out of whatever happened, you know, coming back or whatever, when they revived him and whatnot, that he kept saying, asking, where's the angels? Where's the angels? Now, see, my brother was only two years old when this happened. Wow. And, you know, my family back then wasn't a very religious family. Like, we didn't go to right. church or talk about it, you know, but... He talked about that. <clears throat> now, like I said, I don't know what it is, but I believe yeah. there's something out there. Yeah. There's something afterwards, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody has different views. Um, I, I guess I'll start this out by telling you that I am not a very religious person. I don't go to church. I don't, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk, but I will tell you that I do believe in God. I believe in the devil. Um, I, uh, I don't, I don't believe that there can be light without darkness Yeah. and there can't be darkness without light. Yeah. Um, that's really all I need to say about that. Yeah. Um, so I'll tell you a story about my mom. My, my mother died at a very young age. She was 45 years old. Uh, she got sick, went into the hospital, and I remember her telling me the story. She'd been in the hospital for months. She was in the intensive care unit. Uh, she actually spent eight months in the hospital before she passed away. Uh, the month before she died, she was. they had finally taken her out of intensive care, and they moved her up to skilled nursing. Uh, the first seven months she was in the hospital, she was on a ventilator, couldn't talk. You know, she she communicated with us. Uh, she got to a point where she could write stuff down and talk to us when we would come see her and stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she uh, 
she had gotten moved up to skilled nursing and was doing fairly good, you know, and I would go visit her and she would talk to me and I'd sit there in the room and we'd talk about all kinds of different stuff and just out of the blue she said, you know, I uh, I had the weirdest dream that uh, I was standing at these gates and these gates opened up and when they opened up it was like there was a dragon there and it was breathing fire on me and uh, she said you know after, after a little while she, she just woke up from the dream there really mm -hmm. wasn't much to the dream but I did find out later from one of the nurses that she had arrested and she had passed away for a few minutes yeah, and, and they brought her back. Mm -hmm. And it was during that time, uh, r around that time frame, is what she was recalling that dream from. So, you know, then, of course, mom's like, you know, I, I, I've done so many bad things. Bad or... things, I'm going to die and go to hell. I personally didn't believe that. My mom was a great woman. She really was. She, you know, she never... She never beat me. She never had to, you know, my sister, either one, you know, yeah. and she, my mom was a yeller. She'd get mad and she'd yell at you, oh, and, yeah. you know, and just her yelling at us would make us feel horrible. You know, I remember uh, as a young teenager, I was more afraid of my mother than I was the police. Yeah. And it wasn't because she was an evil, vicious woman or anything. She was just very strong. My, yeah. You mm -hmm. know, <clears throat> my mother was a very strong person. So, you know, we talked a lot about that and, and, uh, she... She never really, you know, was a religious person either. You know, my, my whole family wasn't. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, it's just how we grew up, you know. It, you know, she, my mom believed in God and believed in the devil, you know, and so did my grandmother, you know, and that's just... Well, it's kind of like, uh, if there is no dark, then what makes light light? Yeah. You know, there it's... That switch on the wall and electricity. <laughs> and there is a light bulb in there, but... Yeah, so I mean, but yeah, basically, yeah, you know, there's there's something else that's that's there, and this by no means means that I that I've ever thought about suicide. Never in my life have I ever. Yeah, I I got two awesome kids and a great wife, and I love my life yeah. is pretty yeah. pretty fucking good right now, apart from my French. So yeah, mine too. Mine so too. I can't I can't complain. But what I was what I'm getting at is, I often find myself just kind of wondering what what it's like. What if afterwards? Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. What, what it's what like comes afterwards. What comes afterwards? I, I almost often find myself thinking about, like, because I do believe in ghosts, and I do yeah. believe that yeah. I've and I've seen things and that, and I know there's something. Every everything that's out there has a hint of truth to it. It comes from somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It comes from somewhere. So like, um, it's a, uh, it's. <sighs> It's kind of, it's like 50-50 with me. Sometimes I catch myself, like, being like, man, it'd probably be pretty cool once you pass away, like, that feeling. Because, like, right. you know, once you pass, they say once you, if you die, when you start feeling that you're going to die and your body starts going into that, that you get that, like, we talked about the DMT thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get that feeling of euphoria, yeah. you yeah. know. Um, yeah. You know, and there are numerous <laughs> stories about, like, elderly people in nursing homes yes. who were totally say catatonic you know and haven't spoken a word uh they will all of a sudden come out of it and you know talk to people just fine and be extremely coherent and then pass away hours later 
Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, there's something going on in the brain that, you know, yeah. that does that. Brings them back to... Right. To reality, so to speak, right. you know, which is kind of crazy. And there's stories of, like, just like there's stories of, like, uh, we'll go with this one, like the cat. There's a cat, like, there was a story about a cat that lived in this old, this retirement home. Okay. And this cat would, every time that these, uh, the nurses and staff or whatever would find this cat sleeping in the bed with the, one of the, one of the people, they I've would die. About they would die. And that's it. Yeah, and I've, I've heard about that. And, um, the cat, it happened every time. The yeah. next day, they, people would be dead. Yeah. You know, um, I think it's 100% true that animals have that extra sense some and humans do too really i mean it's just you gotta you gotta let that stuff go yeah there are times like people will will know that there's something going on there's something wrong you know with say a sibling or a parent or something and they could be miles and miles away oh yeah you know and it's like you wake up and from a dead sleep and well it's like it's like your friend your friend justin was saying on that podcast (laughs) with his grandma grandma that called him yeah you know she knew there was something wrong and you know it's weird because like that's with me my wife like you can ask me and my wife been together for almost 19 years now ever since we were 14 so like i had this gut instinct I got this thing where, like, I'm like, when we used to go to parties or we used to go anywhere, I'm like, maybe we gotta get out of here. I'm like, let's go ahead and go. I don't know. Something's going on. And sure, shit, man, there would be a fight break out. The cops would come or yeah, something like yeah. that. Or even, like, when me and her, we, yeah. you know, we were young, messing around or something right. outside of her house. And then I'm like, I don't know. You better, I think, and then boom, here comes a porch light on. And, you know, it's just that little yeah. I get that that feeling that little gut feeling and it's usually freaking right on the money you know so I tell you what it's pretty cool how, how our minds work we just went from talking about ghost stories to near-death experiences to extrasensory perception yeah, all in the span of about 10 minutes here <laughs> Talk about six degrees of separation now. Yeah, well, you know, this that's what this episode is, man. This yeah, one's yeah, just going to yeah. be us having a good time. Uh, you, the, you know, know and guys, talking. and it's funny because these are the conversations we have. Yeah, you know, like if we we'll were... We'll stop and, you know, there are a lot of times he'll come by my work and we'll go have lunch somewhere. And next thing you know, we're talking just like we're talking now about, you know, and that's kind of where this whole podcast started is out uh-huh. of our love for the unexplained. Yeah, I mean, and that's my thing. I, lo- I, I like that. Mm. I love this... There's so much to it, and even when it just comes to like the human mind itself, mm-hmm. they have no idea. No, they don't. They like, don't. I, I, I've known people. Now, something I've never seen that I'd like to, but I've never seen it is someone move something, or someone like telekinesis. Like, yeah, even yeah. if you just like roll a pencil a little bit or make it yeah. just do anything. I've never seen nothing like that. But uh, you know, I, <clears throat> I've seen enough in my life that, and felt enough in my life. Right. That, you know, I I know there's something, like I was talking about on a po- previous podcast, that there was, there's, things hold energy, mm-hmm. and I also believe that... Well, energy, you know, when you talk about it in a scientific, you know, terms, yeah. energy is one of those things that it cannot be created nor destroyed. Yes. So yep. when a person dies, what happens to their energy? Where does that energy go? Yeah. It, it, it's got to go somewhere. Into the I ether, because you know? it can't be destroyed. Or the further, mm-hmm. as they say. And that's the scientific proof. 
Yeah. The further. The f- yeah, yeah, now we're getting into some cool stuff. Into here. the further. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Thanks, Lin A hundred percent, you know, and you know, there's like another story of mine. This, uh, I, uh, I got super close with my wife's dad. He was a really, really freak, probably the great, one of the greatest guys I've ever known. He was the type of person that would literally give you everything. The shirt off his back. Everything. Not even, just, I mean, he'd give you everything if you, if you needed it. And um, he treated me like his own kid, you know. And uh, he, when he passed away, my wife was, um, was pregnant with my first son. And uh, he was all stoked about having a kid or having a, a grandson because he has three granddaughters but no grandsons. So he was all kinds of ecstatic about having a grandson, possibly. He didn't know yet. We found out um, what we were having, I think, like the day after he passed away. A day or two after he passed away. Okay. So... Um, you know, we got the, we got the, uh, oh, the, the little pictures and stuff, the ultrasound pictures, and we put it in this casket with him, you know, that way he would know, or whatever. But, um, I can't remember if it was that night of the funeral, or the night after, but I felt her dad, like, his presence in our, in our house. Like hardcore, like really? yeah, we were laying in bed, and um, I think I told the story about my friend that passed away recently. Before same thing happened, mm-hmm. but uh, we were laying in bed, and I just I knew in my head I was like, I was like, and I told my wife I'm like, um, I had a dream. He, um, I said I had a dream that your dad was here talking to me, and um, but it felt like it was real. So, to me, I don't know if it was a dream or if it was, you know, like actually have like a reality. Yeah, yeah. And who knows what the yeah. difference is? Yeah. What's the difference between a dream and reality, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, they've described dreams as uh, strange hocus pocus that your mind plays. Yeah. Well, like mm-hmm. we talked about the DMT, you know, mm-hmm. your body produces. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that DMT brings you closer to that spirit world, so to speak. Right. That's that's why your body produces high amounts of it whenever you pass, whenever you start to die. Right. You know, you get that euphoria from that. So to me, that is a gateway to that other realm, dimension, whatever you want to call it. Right. You know what I mean? I gotcha. I so gotcha. like, that's why I told my buddy, me and him had this huge conversation the other night about weed and drugs and stuff, you know, and because I'm a firm believer that marijuana should be legalized all over the place. You are the man. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I've never used it a day in my life, and I don't really, I don't, you know, it's whatever, but I know what the meta, I know the history of why it's illegal. Right. right. And I know that if you can go out there and buy Oxycontin, yeah. and, but you can't smoke weed right. or eat edibles, it's it's a little freaking ridic- ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But... But anyway, you know, um, I... Uh, yeah, we don't want to get on onto our views about weed. Yeah, but basically we were talking about... We got to talk about DMT. Yeah. And I said, that's something that I would actually like to try. 
You know, right. you have to do it with someone that you highly trust that right, in a right. safe space. Oh, yeah. But I really feel like that's a freaking that's that's a connection to that other side. You know, like a, you can get a glimpse, kind of like we were talked mm-hmm. about in our in the phantasm episode that we're going that we did. Um, how he falls through that doorway and he's got a glimpse right. of what's going on. Right. You know, but you yeah. come back. Yeah. And that's you know that's kind of how I look at that. But that's cool. <clears throat> that's cool. Yeah, you know, I uh, there's things I would like. Something that I always wondered about, you know, because like I said, I've had dreams about people that have passed away, their friends mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know, family and stuff. But I've, since I've gotten older, my grandpa, my dad's dad, he passed away when we were pretty young. But he was a huge part of our life, you know, because right. like we lived on the right. same property. Him and my grandma moved on the five acres that my dad had. Oh, we had anyway and uh he would always he, and when he got off work he was a welder you know and when he got off work he would he would sit out in the yard and he'd let, make us run laps and race and yeah see who'd win let me feel your heartbeat and he'd feel heartbeat <laughs> oh man you must have been and he would tell us all stories and jokes and stuff you know and it's funny because he had a he had a rooster that followed him around like a puppy that rooster would follow him he'd walk the whole yard the whole five acres he'd walk it that chicken, that rooster, be right next to him. Wow! He would sit cool. down. He would sit down on mm-hmm. the on his chair mm-hmm. next to my my grandma. They had those little like wooden chairs that have like the mm-hmm. table in the middle connected, all big. Yeah, bench. yeah, I know what you're talking about. He would sit down. That thing would jump up on the th- on his lap, and he just pet its head with his huh. finger, and it'd sit there and just like just like a dog. Wow! But anyway, get away from that. Um, but as I got older, you know, I'm like, man, I wish I could. Look, I would love to have an adult conversation with my yeah. grandpa. You know what I mean? I would love to. I would love to have gotten to know him on that level, right. as an adult. But I've never, I've never dreamed about it. Something I've always wanted to do. I'm like, man, because people ask you questions. You know, who would you want to talk to if you could sit down and talk to anybody who's ever died? Yeah. You know, yeah. and maybe I would love to sit down and have an adult conversation with my grandpa. You know, mm-hmm. from that from that view. Never have I dreamt that though. Yeah. You know, it's kind of see for me. It would be my mom. You know, yeah. because I, I lost her before I was mature enough to actually have an adult conversation with her. There you go. Yeah. You know? Now, granted, my mom passed away when I was eighteen. You know, yeah. so. You know, but I was I was a hellion. You know, yeah. I mean, all I yeah. cared about was partying. You know, and oh yeah, yeah. but but yeah, but yeah, I like I said, I I never um never got to uh, have that, and I've had experiences with other mm-hmm. people who have passed away just. Sometimes you hope, yeah. you know, that yeah. you get that, yeah. that chance or that experience. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it doesn't scare me or nothing. Right. So it's kind of, I think it would be freaking awesome. Be yeah, cool, it would be know? cool. It would be cool. Well, I'm going to get into some stuff that, uh, you know, some of it's experiences I've had. Uh, some of it's not. Uh, but I have been fascinated with the paranormal since I was a little kid. I mean, mm-hmm. it started very early for me. Uh, I I know we talked about this in our introduction about the uh, Alfred Hitchcock album, uh-huh, yep. the Ghost Stories for Young People, mm-hmm. and uh, I listened to that thing forever. In fact, I'm going to play some of that on here because there's a story in there that I just absolutely love. It's fantastic. But anyway. So, as a kid, growing up, um, moved around a lot, um, 
it just broken family. You know? Yeah. Uh, mom taking care of two kids. We just moved around a lot. And uh, I remember my mom and my sister both telling me stories. Uh, my sister's six years older than me, so she saw, you know, she helped raise me, really. Yeah. But anyway, we we lived in St. Charles, and we lived in this big white house. It was called, uh, it was funny, my, my mom and dad called it the payment house, because it was uh, the most, the biggest house payment they'd ever made in their <laughs> lives, you know. Which, you know, we're talking the 70s, you know, it was probably 200 bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. Know, or whatever, you know. Oh, man. Anyway, and it was a big, big size house. But anyway, it was a uh, split floor. A split foyer house and if you don't know what that is basically when you walk in the front door you're looking at two sets of stairs one set goes down to the basement and then the other set goes up to the living area yeah okay and usually those houses they have finished basements or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. um, so if you went down the stairs right at the bottom of the staircase right in front of you there was a door well that door opened up into uh, the side of the garage, but it was like a laundry area, but it was open up to the rest of the garage. And there was a big window on on that wall right beside the dryer. And my uh, my mom and my sister always told me about the story about my mom had went down to do laundry. And she was she was there at the washing machine and she was moving clothes from the washing machine to the dryer and as she was doing that she you know something in the window caught her eye and she looked at the window and there was a face in the window and this face in the window was the way my mom described it it is it was not it was not a human face she equated it to some sort of alien looking something or whatever yeah. so we were uh, we were home alone it was my mom you know and I'm, I'm too young to really remember this story at this point but we were home alone so my mom calls the neighbor frantic there's somebody was just looking in the back window of the house so the neighbor comes running over with his shotgun and you know, comes in the house. My mom takes him down. And she shows him. You know, he was looking in this window. I don't know what's going on. And so this guy goes out through the garage and around the house. And as he comes around the corner of the house, he can see there was snow on the ground and there were footprints from the window going out into the woods behind the house. Oh shit! And he said it wasn't like shoe prints. It was just. Prints. It was just prints going out, imprints on the snow going out into the woods. Wow. Kind of a weird story. Kind of a weird story. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like I said, I I didn't experience that. That was something that my mom had had experienced. Um, Years later, we had moved to South St. Louis, and we lived in a house with my grandmother. And it was a two-story house. Um, this house, I think they used to call them shotgun houses because they were straight. You know, you had three rooms. Uh, usually it was like a bedroom, a living room, and a kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, this used to be like an apartment, so there were two. One upstairs, uh, one downstairs. So upstairs was identical to downstairs. About, yeah. mm-hmm. 
Well, the people that had lived in the house before we bought it, or well, before my mom and my grandmother bought the house, he had converted it into a single-family home. So what he did is, is in the center room of the house, in the corner of the room, he had put in a spiral staircase that went up to the top floor. Well, when you went to the top floor, it was the exact same layout, you know, three rooms in a row. And so my mom stayed in the on the second floor in the front room. My sister was in the middle room where the staircase comes up through the floor. And my bedroom was in the back, was the back room. And my grandmother stayed downstairs on the first floor and she lived in that first room or her bedroom was that first room yeah right below my mom so my sister had told us numerous times about uh she kept seeing uh, what looked to be a woman in a white dress standing at the top of the stairs it's always a woman in a white dress and she thought that it was my grandmother and she, you know, had quizzed my, you know, or asked my grandmother about it several times, and you know, Granny was like, "No, that that wasn't me. I wasn't up there," you know. And so, you know, we didn't really think too much about it. Well, my my sister had some friends over, and they were staying in the room with her. And they, one one of the girls that was staying in the room with her, said that she woke up in the middle of the night, and there was somebody standing. At the top of the staircase, and I never got to see it. I tried numerous times to stay in that room with my sister, and I never got to see it. But I was hooked. You know, I was like, I oh, gotta, yeah, I gotta yeah. see this. I you know, see this. this. You know. So my sister, uh, later on, my sister ended up seeing a picture of my great grandmother, my my granny's mom, and. My sister was like, wow, that lady's face looks just like the face of this woman that's standing at the top of the staircase. And my grandma was like, what? What are you talking about? You know, because my sister had never met her. She had passed away before we were even born. Yeah. You know, and uh, just kind of an odd thing. My my sister had seen that a few times. Um, She had also talked about seeing a little girl sitting... uh, so, you know, a spiral staircase goes down in a circle, you know. Mm-hmm. She she said, like, a few steps down, she would see, like, a little girl sitting there with pigtails in her hair, and she was, she was always holding a little doll. But she never moved. <laughs> she just sat there. I never got to see any of that. Yeah, see, my, my wife's got some kind of stories, like, as far as the yeah. one you're talking about with seeing someone that you never met. And then yeah. find out. Like, I'll let her tell the story. She yeah. she told me yeah. there. She just told me yesterday that she wants to come on and tell. Oh, she should. She should. Once we. That'd be cool. Yeah, she's going to once we get another mic set up and we do another. Yeah. We'll do another paranormal cool. one and stuff. I tried to get my wife to come on and she's like, "Are you out of your mind?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, my sister. I remember my sister telling me this story. Um, she was staying the night at one of her friends' houses, and uh, they lived in our old old farmhouse. Two-story farmhouse, you know. It's I guess it was a family farm. It's an old, old, old farmhouse okay. that the okay. family lived in, and uh, she was she had stayed the night there, and she had been hearing things when she was staying there, you know. But she kind of just let it go or whatever, didn't think about it and whatnot. Well, she had a dream about this little short 
white-haired man with a beard wearing blue jean coveralls and like a striped shirt uh, walking around the room upstairs where they were sleeping. And um, she was freaking out about it. Well, she thought it was a dream. It wasn't a dream. Because she's like, I thought I was dreaming, but then I, I got up and had to go pee. So she went to go pee. Mm-hmm. And she had seen him in the mirror. Oh, that's creepy. Dude. <laughs> and then she said that... Uh, you don't see people in the mirror, dude. Oh, <laughs> dude. Oh, like, dude. Me out. Well, and then she said that um, she woke up the next day and was... They were all talking about stuff and was like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, you know. But then she said to start describing what she saw and her mom's like her friend's mom was like huh hold on a second wait right here she went and got a picture and it was the exact coveralls blue and white striped shirt Mm -hmm. beard everything it was him it was her great her great grandpa her great grandfather wow and uh that's who she had seen there yeah and um, I was like, "Whoa, that's wicked!" She's and she's seen him in the freaking, you know, the mirror thing. That's creepy. Yeah. Well, and that is really interesting because you hear about you hear about that happening a lot. Like, it, it's almost like they're coming to check in on you or whatever, just to make sure you're okay. It, it, they're not doing anything. They're not there to cause you any harm. Um, like in my sister's case, this woman never did anything. She'd just be standing at the top of the stairs. Yep. Looking at it. Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it ain't. (laughs) Sometimes it ain't. Sometimes it ain't. But, uh, yeah, well, in this case, my dad, I remember him telling me this story when they were kids. Um, They lived in the Boot Hill down in, like, um, Portageville. Yeah. And Sykes and stuff like that. Um, That's where my dad was raised. And uh, they had an old house down there. And... um, they were raising hell one night, you know, him and his buddies out drinking and shit, you know, blah, blah. Well, they come home, and um, there had been experiences in the house. <clears throat> okay. They already, you know, and he was with his buddies talking about the attic was in, in his room. And uh, he was like, yeah, this place is haunted, you know, freak messing with his yeah. friends. And they're like, fuck, whatever, whatever, blah, blah. So he said, he went up, he's like, it's all right, I'm going to tell these ghosts. And he said he went upstairs, or he went up, popped the attic, lid open, you know, was like, if you ghosts disturb us tonight, don't let us sleep, blah, blah, starts running his mouth, he's ghost yeah, drunk, yeah. you know. So they slept like an angel. They slept like an angel. They wake up the next day, they come downstairs. My Uncle Vic, who's my dad's oldest brother, is sitting in the chair at the table with a shotgun. At the table. My grandpa... Is sitting at the other end with a cup of coffee, and my grandma is has a cup of coffee staring out the window. And they come downstairs, and my dad's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "What the hell? You got a shotgun for?" And my uncle Vic was like, "You didn't hear that last night. You didn't see all the stuff that was going on last night." And evidently, this whatever was at this house mm-hmm. was just wreaking havoc. Really? All through the house, except where they were at. Where they were at. Wow. And um, hmm. uh, I think it was the same house. I believe so. Anyway, for the sake of story, we'll say it is. Um, when my dad was older, and he had he was married to my mom, and um, they had my older brother and my older sister. My older sister was the oldest, 
uh, it got bad, so bad they they were gonna move out. And um, as they were moving, they left they they left some stuff in there. So he was going in to get stuff, but when he came back in, like to get figure out what was left and grab some more stuff, there was like the, the horse, you know, the horse bungee bungee thing, easy to get right. Yeah, on. yeah, uh, uh, hobby horses. Hobby horses. Yeah. They had one of those, and it was just going nine to nothing, like crazy, all okay. by itself, just bouncing off the walls. And uh, <clears throat> he said that they just they they left it there, took what they could, and just left. Yeah. You know. Screw that, but, leave that horse there. Well, you know, it's just crazy. Like, yeah. you hear that sometimes that people try to tell ghosts off or something. Or, oh, yeah. And, okay, oh, yeah. we won't bother you, yeah. but, you know, we're going to rain hell on everyone else, yeah. you know, that's around. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, there's been a lot of instances where ghost activity will spike, like, you know, somebody starts remodeling a house or something, oh, you yeah. know, and, yep. and things will start going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> The, I heard a story one time because I think, think talking about that mm-hmm. you know they say that they don't like you disturbing what was theirs right, right. you know so if you see a ghost walking through a wall there probably was a door there at some time at some point you okay. know um, but I, I've listened to a thousands and thousands of ghost stories yeah but you don't really ever hear about a ghost being like in the middle of the woods there's ghosts 10 feet up in the air because the house used to be there, and they were up in the attic or right. something, you know. Right. Well, I heard a story. I want to say it was on um, Real Ghost Stories Online. I don't know the full story, so I'm just going to give you a little bit of the, what I heard of it. What I'm talking about. Uh, these people bought this house, and it had a huge. Um, the ceiling was huge, super okay. tall. Well, I can't remember. Like for, a cathedral ceiling. Yeah, there's a name yeah. for it, but I can't freaking yeah. remember off the top of my head right now. But anyway, it was like 15 feet up in the air. Okay. And the hallway came out to the living room and upstairs and then stopped. So there's a balcony there to where you can look down into the living room, you know? Okay. And oh, it, so it's like a great room. Yeah, great room. Okay. Yeah, you know? Okay. And um, they have a huge window. It's a big, nice house, you know? Yeah. Well, they were seeing this ghost figure walk from the hall and keep walking all the way to where the window is and standing at the window looking out with nothing underneath, no floor. Right. And that's the first time that I heard a story where they actually said that the ghost was like 15 feet in the air, you know, wow. like that's looking at something. Cool. I never cool. heard of, I never heard any other stories like that, you know, yeah. which mm-hmm. I, it's like makes sense if it's a residual haunting. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, there's all kinds, but right, right. Well, another story I've got um, when I was oh preteen young teen um we moved into a house uh in arnold missouri um, i don't mind people knowing where where i was at um we moved into this house my mom at this point had married a man uh, my stepfather and they basically they we all moved out of my grandmother's house, the mm-hmm. house that my grandmother and my mom had bought. Um, we left my grandmother with that house, you know. Um, nothing wrong. It just, you know, mom and... Yeah, and, moved into a new place. Uh, yeah, but they just wanted a new home of their own. So uh, we moved to Arnold, and we lived in this uh, 
it, really what it was, it was an old farmhouse. It was a ranch-style house, but it was the original house in the subdivision. Um, it used to be the farmer's house, and he owned all that farmland around there. Well, it had since been, a subdivision had been basically built around this yeah. house. So this was the original house for the subdivision. And so we moved into this house and lived there for a few years or whatever. And, you know, you'd hear little noises here or there or, you know, different things and, you know, never really thought much about it. Well, my mom, her, uh, her best friend passed away. And after she passed away, the her, her friend's kids, you know, came to my mom and said, hey, you know, we know our mom would like for you to have some of her stuff, you know, and we don't need it. We don't want it. We know that, you know, you'll have a use for some of the stuff. So, so they gave my mom, you know, some of her old clothing and stuff and, you know, just stuff like that and some, some jewelry and different things, you know, and... Shortly after that, we started noticing, so a ranch-style house, they are long. It's all one floor, and it's a long house. Yep. There is a, in the center of the house, there was like a formal uh, living room uh, that, you know, it, it, it's that living room where your mom's always like, don't sit on that couch. Yeah, you that's know? for show. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, we had a family room at the end of the house, and that's where we hung out and watched TV and all that stuff. And farted but on the couch that, cushions. But that was uh, part of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was part of a, you know, formal living room. Uh, we started noticing that we would hear, like, uh, what sounded like footsteps. What sounded like footsteps shuffling on the carpet and uh you would hear it occasionally it's not like you heard it every night um but shortly after that started we started getting this strange aroma in the house and it was what my mom described she thought it smelled just like the perfume that her best friend used to wear now, possibly, that could have been on some of the clothing, because my mom yeah, had some yeah. of that clothing in her closet. It could have possibly been on that. But what would happen is, is we would hear late at night, you would hear, like, feet shuffling on the carpet, you know, and it was like you could you could actually hear them walk all the way across that living room. And then all of a sudden you'd start smelling that smell. You know, and it was, a, it, it was a good fragrance. It wasn't like, you know, rotting meat or anything like that. You know, it wasn't anything gross. But it was just, uh, it was odd. Oh, yeah. So it, that room in the house, for some reason, it was always the coldest room in the house. Don't know why. It was always freezing cold in there. In the middle of the summer, it'd be freezing cold in that room. It, it was just weird. It could have had something to do with the air conditioning. You know, it was an old house, you know. Yeah. Um, could have had something to do with the air conditioning, the way they ducted it in there or whatever. I don't know, but it, it always stayed cold in there. So we go on, you know, it's probably a year has went by that we've been hearing the shuffling footsteps in the, in the living room. Um, so the three bedrooms in the house were at one end of the house. So there was like a little hallway and it was you know three three bedroom doors and a bathroom mm -hmm. okay so if i walked out of my bedroom door and took two or three steps i was basically walking into this formal living room 
So I decided one night, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay in that living room and see if I can find anything. You know, see if I see anything. Yeah. Uh huh. So I stayed the night in there and froze my ass off. I mean, <laughs> it was bitter cold. It was crazy. So there was a couch against one wall. And across the room from that couch was a big, like, picture window. And right beside the picture, win- the picture window was a little alcove of the house that went out to, like, a, a front door. That we never used that front door. We always used... It was weird. This house was weird. It had three front doors on it. <laughs> we always used the front door that walked into what they call a breezeway. It's basically an area between the kitchen and the living yeah, room. Yeah, like a know. mud room, they call it. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because whoever had owned the house before us had come converted the garage into the family room. And gotcha. That's, that's gotcha, where our family okay. room was at. So so I'm laying on this couch, and if I look straight ahead of me, I am looking at, there's a picture window and a door, the little door, and then right beside the front door, there's a chair. So I'm laying there, and I am just about to drift off to sleep, and I start hearing the shuffling footsteps. And so I'm scared to death. And I'm laying there and I'm thinking, oh my God, do I dare open my eyes? So I did. I, uh, I kind of opened my eyes and I kind of rolled my head over to look towards the living room, you know. And there was a coffee table in front of that couch that I was laying mm-hmm. on. Um, the coffee table really has nothing to do with the story, it was just there. Um, but as I was laying there, I looked across the room, and the the shuffling footsteps stopped. It just completely stopped. And so I laid there for a little while, and as I was laying there looking at that chair, now there's no lights on in there. The only light is what's coming... Ambient light coming Yeah, out coming in from outside. And my mom always had, like... Uh, she had like thick curtains on the on the window, like they would be like pulled to the yes, side, so and then there was like a sheer uh-huh. curtain underneath that. So it, it was there was a little bit of light in there, but it wasn't very bright at all. And so I'm laying there, and I'm looking at this chair, and all of a sudden I see movement in this chair, and I'm like, "What in the world is that?" And so I just laid there staring at it for a little while. I don't know what I saw, but I'll tell you what I think I saw. It looked to me like the shadow of a woman sitting in this chair and possibly something standing next to her because every once in a while, the taller figure Mm -hmm. would like lean over. I, I don't know if... Maybe it was a man, and Whispering he was leaning, leaning yeah. over to whisper something into her ear. Uh, and it was like they were they were looking at me. Yeah. But I don't... Like I said, I don't know what I saw, but that's what I... You know, that's what I saw. Yeah. And it was very, very creepy. Oh, man, yeah. It sounds... And I laid there as long as I could. And then took off running. <laughs> And eventually, I drifted off to sleep. Oh, yeah. I, See, I did. You hear so that? I woke up the next day, you know, never. And I never, again, stayed in that room. You hear people say all the time, like, never. oh, and I fell asleep. People are like, how do you fall asleep? It just happens. Yeah, but you we know. used to hear hear sounds all the time. You would hear doors move. I got a crazy story, dude. 
<laughs> it's gonna sound like I'm a creeper or something, but I was only like freaking. I was only like 13 years old or 12. I might have been 12 I years think old. You are a creeper. Yeah, you know, I was probably 12. I was probably 12 years old. And um, I don't know if you can be considered a creeper at 12 years old. Yeah, so I was 12 years old, and me and my buddies and stuff, we were hanging on on the roof, the house that we lived in. We lived on a hill. Mm-hmm. So like you know, the houses gradually went down. Right. You know, so we lived on this on the hill, and we were hanging out on top of the roof of the house. Yeah. Well, if you're on top of the roof of the house and you're on like the left side of the roof, you can see the next house. And, like, it was a two-story house, so it was kind of right. level. You could see right through their window. Okay. okay. Right? Um, so that it was the bathroom window. <laughs> but anyway, I didn't know that. Well, usually bathroom windows, so they've got that weird, like, texture to yeah, them. Yeah, this is... this is, this is just a plain old It was window. a small window, though. But it was a bathroom window, but I didn't know that time. He knows it was small because he couldn't fit through it. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that time. No. But he it comes into that because, like, me and my buddies were sitting, me and a couple of my friends were sitting on the rooftop and stuff. And then, like, I'm looking and I, I catch this face in in the uh, bathroom mm-hmm. window. And at first I was like, oh, that's probably the neighbors thinking that, you know. Yeah. Well, I, like, looked and I was, like, waved. But it just stood there, and as my eyes kind of adjusted, you know, to see what, to make out the face. Right. I noticed, I'm like, dude, that's not a normal face. And I was telling my friend at the time, at the time it was just me and him. Uh, I was like, dude, you see that face there? He's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, that's not a normal face. And he's like, I just, he's like, well, I seen it. I don't know. I didn't get a chance to like actually make it out, but I seen that someone was standing there. Right, right. I'm like, dude, there was, that was not a normal face. Well, like I said, I was 12 at the time. Some people that the people that lived there um, had a son. I think it was like 15, yeah, 14 or 15, something like that. But I ended up being friends with them or whatever, and I stayed went staying at the house one night. So I finally get into this house. I've always kind of liked this big new house they built, you know, two story. Well, when you walk into the house through the garage, you go into the house. The stairs are in the middle, and they go up, and okay. it's like a, it's like a square up up top. Okay. Yeah. So, but when you go like a, through the here that window, I find out it was a bathroom window. So I'm like, oh, that's what that window is. That's a bathroom window. I didn't know at time. Right. So, but anyway, on the on the um, bathroom toilet, on this back of the toilet there, on top of the tank, was a book. And it was a book about Satanism or something. Holy crap. And the face I seen was the face on the cover of that book. Wow. And I remember that to this day. Well, that's wild. And I was like, whoa, that's freaking weird. Because it was a decent size. I mean, it was probably like, yeah. that, you know, yeah. about the size of a small plate, a small, small plate, yeah. like a saucer. Yeah. So I'm like, well, maybe I just, that perception was messed up. And maybe he just, had, someone had to book up there. Or a reflection or something. Yeah, or something. Possibly. I was 12 years old. So, yeah. you yeah. know, I mean, I, granted, at this time I was into the horror stuff. So I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, what the hell? Yeah. But I like that stuff, so but kind of I like being creeped out. So I stayed the night. Hey, with, everybody, we got Satan pooping. Well, I stayed the night with this with the, with the kid, you know, and he was freaking dude. He the whole night. This is the honest to God truth. The whole night, all he did was melt candles. He would he had a candle lit, and he would take the wax. He had like a five gallon bucket, 
And like he would melt wax off all these candles into this bucket. And just watch the candle, the wax melt into this bucket and stuff. I remember this one time I was tripping acid <laughs> and I watched an entire candle. Well, here's melt. what's crazy about it, dude. After that night, the next day, I got severely sick. Like, to the point where mom had to call an ambulance to come get me. Holy cow. Like, I had a, a, um RSV, basically, a severe upper respiratory infection. I couldn't breathe. Wow. I got real sick. My mom thought I was going to die. Holy crap. Yeah. I don't know if it's connected. Creepy. But I was perfectly fine the day before. Yeah. And the next day after staying there. Yeah. And, um, um, possibly something in the house, but I'm possibly tell- something paranormal. Well, dude, I'm telling you, like, I, I, I just, you know, I, especially because you were saying earlier how, you know, you get that feeling in your gut, you know, yeah. maybe you're, what, what do they call that when you're, uh, uh oh, sensitive? Like yeah, sensitive. That's, that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, I, I'm, sensitive I'm for sure, I'm, I'm a sensitive guy, okay? <laughs> no, but yeah, I, in, you know, I don't know if it. I don't know if I noticed it after that. I'm not gonna say I did. Yeah. I just know that as I got older, I could tell things, right. you know. Right. And um, what's crazy about this? There's here's another another incident that I had. Okay, I lived on a hill, like I said. So there's a house above us. Okay. All right, and it sits at the top of this hill. Well, this is an older house, got big windows. And um, the only person that lived there was an old lady. It was my one of my friends' grandma, so I knew who she was. Okay. Um, okay. She lived there alone. And um, our my in my bedroom window, I could see out, and I and it like it went into the attic window of their house, of her house. Okay. This is like a two story with an attic, and um, <clears throat> in that window. A couple times I remember seeing a light on. This was at like 10.30 at night. Okay. Now, could it have been her up there? Maybe. Not very likely, though. Not very likely. It's that time of the night. Especially at her age. She was like 80s. Yeah. However, what's weird about it is, I seen this image in the window. Through those sheer curtains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I seen this image... Super skinny. To me, looked like long fingers. Yeah. But could have been a shadow effect. Right. Right. And a really pointy nose and like a pointy chin. Hmm. Not like stupid, overly aggressive. Right, right. But just abnormal. Yeah. I see that a few times. And um, so... I don't know. I don't know. I it's just eleven o'clock at night, ten thirty at night. Eighty year old woman. I I know who what she looks like. Did not look like her. Yeah. What was it? I don't know. Good but enough. I know I seen it, and I know that I seen it a few times, and um. I can't. I can't explain it. Right. You know what I mean? I look at everything with common sense. You know, I can only explain it to a point that I can say I seen it. Right. Well, and that's how, that's how a lot of this is. is it's it's unexplained. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've I've seen partial 
I've never seen a full body apparition. Yeah. I've seen partial things though. Mm. Like I don't know if you ever heard of like the feet thing, like where all you see is like the shin bone, the shin down. You see someone's feet, like from the shin down. It's right. weird. I've seen that, dude. Okay. Okay. I've I've never never seen that. Yeah. I have seen or or well, I have heard about people seeing an apparition, but like they don't see anything like below the knee or whatever. Yeah. You know. And see, like, I also have caught, you know, like I said, I've had him on Ghost Hunting Team and stuff. I've caught stuff on EVPs mm-hmm. that well, my sister, as a matter of fact, was just down at the house uh, a few weeks ago. And I was telling her about the podcast and stuff, and she was wanting to check it out. And she's like, oh, do you still have that laptop with that stuff you caught? And someone had stolen it out of my house. I don't know. Mm. But um, I do it. I had some EVPs that would blow your mind. Wow. Yeah, like, I'll try to do this the best I can. But we were at the cemetery, Newburgh Cemetery, and uh, we were doing some sessions. And this was at like 10.30 at night in the middle of summer. I had a three-person team on one end of the cemetery, and which was me, my buddy, and my and Krista, my wife. And then my younger brother, Johnny, who died when he was younger, mm-hmm. and a buddy of mine. He's the older cat. And um, they were on the other side. Well, they're walking around, and they're doing their thing, you know, um, is there anyone here with us? Is there anyone wanting to talk? You know, blah, blah. And right. then my buddy jokes around. He's like, sorry for stepping on your heads because it's dark out here. We can't <laughs> see where we're going. You know, the, it's funny. You t- Just, I'm not trying to interrupt oh, yeah, you yeah. here, but yeah, that, that was one thing. Like, every time I go to a cemetery, it's always, I always feel bad about that. I'm always trying to like walk, walk around. around the graves yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so he says that, you know, and right after he says that, you hear this thing, and it kind of sounds like it's like, just like that. It sounds like it's saying, when we listen to it over and over, mm-hmm. and what it sounds like, it sounds like, thanks for coming out this evening. Like a eulogy. Wow. And, dude, it was it was a lot clearer than that. I yeah. can't do it like it, like I heard it, yeah. like we had it. But, dude, my assistant, I showed everybody that. There's at least 20 or 30 people I showed that to. Wow. You know? And my sister, it still creeps her out to this day just thinking about it. Yeah. You know, the only time I ever tried to do any kind of EVP work was when I went to uh, I went to Alton and met Troy Taylor and went on a tour with one of his, uh, one of his uh, friends. Uh, the guy's name is Luke Naliborski, which he's got some books out too. And he, uh, he took a bunch of us into an old church and... And I recorded for a couple hours in there. Um, never really caught anything. But, you know, when you record a couple hours like that, it's kind of hard to just sit and listen to silence. Yeah, it's very hard. Hours, like, you, you, have to, you have to have the patience to listen. Right. And what, what I did notice, though, was since there was a group of people... I mean, if you had somebody off in another room and they were talking, Echoes. you would catch it on your, you know. Yeah, it's very important. Soul. It's very important to, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I know we're coming up on the hour mark here, and yeah. we try to keep it at that, keep you guys, you know. Well, <laughs> and it's up to you. What What do you want to do? Do you want to keep going, or do we want to try and do a part two to this? I think we'll definitely do a part two. I think we're going to be doing multiple ones, to okay. be honest with you, because okay. i got some stories. Yeah, because I've got some other stories that I really want to I definitely have some other stories too. that I, we, we're going to do, and to be honest with you, I'd like to have my wife here because she wants to talk about her stuff. That would be cool. So That'd I think in the next cool. episode that we do with this, we're going to have my wife come in and stuff. Okay. And okay. Just join us in, join in on the yeah. conversation. Sounds so. good. Sounds good. But, uh... 
Sorry, guys. We didn't mean to. Uh, if we spun off on anything, we didn't mean to. But that's just us. Uh, yeah, that's what we do. Um, but uh, hit us up on Facebook, the Horror Chronicles Podcast, um, and hit us up at the email address, uh, Horror Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. I gotta remember that so I can tell you that. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's so hard. Until next time, until next time, guys. Just uh, always keep it creepy. <laughs>